Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fucking tired as hell. Oh, so. <laughs> but we're here. But we're here. Because we love you all. Welcome back. Welcome back. Heart. Welcome back. Welcome back. I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> you guys, we're almost finished this book. We have one more episode left. Morgan's finished reading. I'm not finished. I'm sorry. Correction. I'm finished. I finished the book two days ago, but this bitch just refuses, refuses to catch up. So I can't even talk about shit with her. I'm sticking. I'm sticking to the rule that we had came up with when we first started this podcast. Oh, please. Like either of us followed those damn rules. That is true. So, yeah, Um, I don't think we decided yet on what the next book was going to be. We have contenders, but we haven't yes. chosen which book we really want to do. So we we haven't decided if we want to um, move away from Sarah J. Moss or if we want to jump into a different world. Y'all are fucking killing me. Thanks, yo. Because everybody named mom. <laughs> everybody named mom. No, you got to continue. Literally, we literally put the poll up. I was like, oh, which one of these four books? And people were like, oh, I guess, you know, this one. And then I was like. Okay, just for shits and giggles, if we continued Sarah J. Mass. Oh my God, yes! Yes, continue Sarah J. Mass! Read Crescent City! Read A Throne of Glass! I'm like, oh, we're never gonna escape we're this world. We're never gonna escape her world. We're gonna be you stuck. Started something. Let me apologize because I was the one that sat there and I was like, hey, this book is all over TikTok. Let's, let's go yep. ahead and read this. My fault. Yep. My bad. What, did, what does Bella say? I don't I don't regret the decision that bought me to Forks. <laughs> <laughs> AKA, I don't regret the decision that bought me to Akatar. It was the same decision that bought me to Cassian. <laughs> Cassian is, um, he's at the top right now. That's all I gotta say. Mm-hmm. He's at the top. Yeah. He is the epitome of book boyfriend right now. Book husband. So really quick, fuck, Mary kill. Resan, Azrael, Cassian, go. Okay. <laughs> okay, wait. All right. I would marry Cassian most definitely. Okay. Good call. Good call. I would fuck Rhysand because I already know how he does his stuff due to the other books. You would kill Azrael? I would kill Azrael. Not because I wanted to, but because I'm waiting for his book to pop off so that I know what he's into. You know what? You need to finish the rest of this book and then go read Azrael's bonus chapter and then come back and talk to me. I hate, I hate this. No, because she texted me. She texted me and I was like, this text just means that like Azrael's a freak. <laughs> That's all I was like, this text Girl, just and it's means like, Az is a freak. It's not anything that he does where it's like off the Richter scales, but I'm just like, oh, it's there's the a insinuation. lot of I'm guaranteeing you lot it's of the insinuation. Underlying tension there that I want to get into. <laughs> Okay, all right. Speaking of getting into things, let's go ahead and kick off the episode with the chapters that we read. (laughs) As we speak, starting with chapter 57. So the time has finally come. It is the night of the Winster Solstice. Winster. Jesus. (laughs) Winter Solstice Ball. There we go. There we go. In the Hewn City. (laughs) Damn it. And Nesta showed up and showed out. Or Yo, that gown. The gown. The, the gown. gown. Let's, let's just talk about the gown in itself, bro. Yes. I saw fan art that perfectly descriptive what she was wearing. Baby girl looked good. 
That was the thing, Butch. though. Because even Cassian was like, listen, everybody says Elaine is the epitome of beauty. However, in Night Court Black, Elaine is washed out. That, that was Cassian's words. She's washed Maybe out. Maybe watercolors. She watercolors. And he said, when you looked at Nesta, Nesta looked like a queen. Looked like she yes. should have been running her own court. And I was just like, yes. oh my God. So Nesta does end up enthralling Eris. Yes. And they dance and... Eris is eating that shit up. He's like, oh, everybody says Elaine's the beauty, but here you are. Where have they been hiding you? Your talents are wasted here. If only this man knew. If only this man knew. Right. That's the gaslighting the fuck out of this man. (laughs) But yeah, so to the point where from afar, Cassian thinks all this shit is too real. So he steps in and he's like, leave. What the hell is it? That was Leave. I was like, oh, shit. Right. And then her and Cassian end up dancing. And of course, she's like, come on, you can't believe like that was actually real. Reese lets uh, Cassian into his mind afterwards. And Eris is like, yeah, I want to make her my wife. You danced with her three times. That's what Feyre said. Feyre was like, he only danced with her three times. What the fuck? But like, it was the fact being that before he even danced with, with Nesta, they provided him with one of the weapons that Nesta had made. Yes, and they yes. were like, just to show our allegiance to you, here is something from our treasure. They didn't want to give away that Nesta um, can make stuff, right? Right. And so they were just like, yeah, we have it here in the human city. It's a part of the treasure, whatever. When he finally dances with Nesta, he comes back when Cassian interrupts. He comes back and he tells Reese, he's like, listen, y'all can have the dagger. I want the sister. I want the that right there. He's like, that's what I, I want. want. That. That's what I want. Bro, bro. <laughs> how many marriage proposals have there been throughout this entire book? Oh my God. <laughs> Three or four. 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 What? I'm like, God I just, damn. I, Nesta. Right. What are you doing to these men? Right. It's crazy. So at this point, too, you, like you said, Feyre is freaking out. She's like, he's only danced with her three times. Or you're not seriously entertaining this, Reese, are you? But I'm like, y'all are the same people that asked her to do this. Exactly. So, it made no sense. To me, I sat there. I was like, y'all stupid. Exactly. <laughs> like, Just y'all fucking stupid. dead dumb. Just stupid. Oh, my God. And Reese entertains Eris about this for way too long for my personal liking. Um, Even Cassian was like, this, this has gone on too long. Cassian also mentions that Eris has ulterior motives mm. for wanting to marry Nesta. Mm-hmm. Could he know about her power, potentially? I don't know. There's, like, I feel like if Eris actually knew, he'd hint more at it. Gotcha. So it's more so him being like, Cassian stole what was mine, and now I'm going to steal Let me be petty. Let me be petty. Yeah. But also think about it. Like, Remember, they have to back him for um, his claim to the throne. So if you think about it, if he marries the sister of the lady of the night court, so it's really a political move if you think about it. They'll yeah. always be allies. Exactly. She's not going to go against her kin. No, not at all. Damn. Damn. Yep. I, again, Sarah, we. I am once again asking <laughs> for you to make this fucking story about Eris and what happened. Please. Please. Once again. The girls have assembled. We need it. We just need to know. So that moves into chapter 58. Yes. And I believe this is the uh, the winter solstice, right? 
Yeah, so this is the basically the the winter solstice of everybody gathering to um, give presents to each other. Cassian basically had Nesta come with him. Um, they're not flying back to the House of Wind. Like Cassian was like, "Listen, I'm planning to drink, so we not we not right. flying back. Don't drink and fly, kids. right? We're not doing that." <laughs> so Nesta, this time, because if we remember from the last book, Nesta was horrible in the last winter solstice, like. Yeah. She didn't speak to anybody, really, when she came in. She left after she got her money. That was the only reason why she came. And Cassian had bought her had bought her a present, and she basically told him, I don't want it. And he, like, threw it into, into the lake or the river or whatever. And it was, like, a sentimental gift we find out later on. But, like, yeah, it was so bad. This year, they've made up for it. And everybody's talking merrily and happy. And, unfortunately, Amran and Nesta still have... Um, tension they're still upset at each other so they're completely ignoring each other before we talk about nesta and lucian's exchange mm. can we please point out the fact that nesta told elaine fuck you and then was like oh i'm sorry <laughs> yes yes so basically <laughs> they got into a little tiff or whatever and elaine was being super stupid i don't oh, fucking hate her basically nesta was like she just out of the blue blurted out, oh, fuck you. Yes! <laughs> and Elaine just bust out laughing. Nesta said it with no filter, realized what she said. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Elaine was like, you've never told me to fuck off. She's like, I think you're getting better. I think you're you're becoming who you're supposed to become. Then they also hinted at the fact that when they had their little exchange, Asriel was like peeking and making sure that it, there wasn't anything happening. And I was just like, as this is not, this is not it for you, my guy. Right. Like, why? Stop thirsting after this basic bitch. My this ain't God. it for you. I got somebody for you. As I have somebody for you. She has such a backstory and she is prevailing and she is becoming the woman she's supposed to become. And she is strong. You don't need little prissy flowery bitch. I, no. Side note, Ashley also has ginger hair right now. <laughs> Uh, but I wanted to really point that out because it really shows the growth, yes. the emotional growth yes. within Nesta. Yeah. That she like immediately has that sharp-witted tongue like she always had. And then she's like, oh shit, I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't mean to do that. It's like, whoa, Nesta apologizing? Right. Right. That was the thing. In person? Exactly. Exactly. So she sits and she has a conversation with Lucian. Moore also jumps in. This was actually, I think, really interesting to watch because prior exchanges between all of these people was very tense. And mm -hmm. now it wasn't. It was very laid back a little bit, very easygoing. And for Nesta, that's different. Like, she's never been like that, especially not with the inner circle. Yeah. They start exchanging gifts. Feyre and, and Elaine were the only ones to get Nesta gifts. Nesta hasn't been the most heartwarming so it's not surprising that nobody else would have gotten her a gift however as comes over to her and he gives her a small gift and she looks up at him and she's very surprised and she's like i didn't get you anything and he's like it's okay and so she opens the gift and it's legit a little um like a little reader for the books like a little light so that she can read yeah. at night and she was so excited about it she did something so uncharacteristically nesta she jumped up and gave him a hug and that surprised everybody in the room. To me, Nesta and Az have what Feyre and Cassian have. Once she got that that threesome image out of her mind. Right. Once she got that uh. out of her head, she was like, all right, cool. <laughs> but I think this is so nice, though. But for her to get along with Az 
the most quiet out of the bunch. To make, yeah, to make a friend in the inner circle yes. itself. Yes, that would to me was just that little scene of her hugging him and him chuckling. That made me so happy. That was I was like, oh, this is it. That was like, this is progress. This is progress. Give me more Azriel. Give me yes. more Azriel, please. <laughs> After all the gifts are exchanged and they go upstairs to go to sleep, Cassian goes to Nesta's room to give her his present separately because last time, as you remember, it didn't go so well. So he ended up getting her um, what they call a symphonia, which is basically like an iPad or iPod. Yeah, basically. It's an iPod. Yeah. Yeah. And so it has all of her, like, all of this music recorded on it so she can play it wherever she goes. Mm -hmm. And she realizes all the work that he's gone through to get this Yeah, because he even had to go to the taverns. He had to go to the taverns taverns to get the music. He was hunting. He couldn't just make a mixtape. He couldn't just fucking plug it up. He had to go to each individual spot and be like, play me this song. (laughs) But yeah, he, like, he put his work in for this gift. And she's like, I can't accept this. And then, of course, they end up getting into a fucking argument. This shit broke my heart oh my god yes my heart and then and then sarah shattered it she shattered my heart because then we went in and nesta was like no you're too good for me and then she listed everything why he was too good for her and i was just like i know i was like baby girl no i was like guys i was like this ain't it it was crazy yeah so she's like it's kind of what we what we thought and knew to be true a little bit beforehand because oh, yeah. it's like she's like I don't deserve good things I'm not worthy of love and so he basically is like Mm-mm, throw that bullshit out the door we're done we're done with that yep. there will be no one else for either of us and the mating bond it snapped into place but it I snapped think, into place I think this is interesting because if we remember how Feyre and Reese's mating bond snapped into place it was different mm-hmm. right yeah. With Nesta and Cassian, their mating bond snapped into place almost as if uh, it was like musical. She equated it to like music, like melody. And I was just like, oh, this I like. Right. This like is different. Right. Yeah. And the, as they're making love for like making love for the right. first time. It wasn't what they usually were doing. This was actually making right. love. Yeah. It was it was so oh my god, my fucking heart. It was so beautiful. It was so beautiful. Yeah. I think that the mating bond was like literally waiting for her walls to come down. Yes. And then I think it also depends on like the person and the uh the person that they are mm-hmm. or how that mating bond snaps into place and what they see when it snaps into place. But I agree. Honestly, it was more beautiful than face and and I don't care. Fight me. Like No, I <laughs> that was I fucking agree. I agree. Yeah. I this description of the mating bond made me sit and be like, like I, I know. Like, oh. And then on top of that, he's like, say it. I need to hear you say it. Yeah. She's like, You're mine and I am yours. I'm like, oh. yeah. Yeah. And they cuddle. Right. She actually asks him to stay. She's like, could you stay? And he was like, bet. Like, <laughs> shit, ask me twice. We move on to chapter 59. And this is like the aftermath of everything that happened the night before. So Nesta wakes up. She's like cocooned and cuddled up with, with Cassian. And she's like so happy. And he wakes up and they do a lot more spicy stuff. <laughs> like, way yes. more spicy stuff. Um, but then, <laughs> then he's like, oh shit, I'm late. Right, right. <laughs> like the white rabbit in Alice in Wonderland. Right. He was like, like, oh shit, I'm late, I'm late, I'm late for a very important date. Like, <laughs> right. And she was like, where are you going? 
snowball fight. And she literally had the same face as Feyre. You grown ass men Thanks. are going to have a snowball fight? Yup. Yep. He's like, yes, I never win. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. He's like, I haven't won in decades. Like, I gotta win this Illyrian time. Illyrian babies. <laughs> but here's one thing that he says that kind of like throws off some stuff. So he tells her he has to do a comprehensive inspection of the legions in Illyria for a few days and then he won't be back. To me, I'm like, why not? Bruh, that's what I was thinking too, but it does get explained later on. You know, later that yeah. he's like, I didn't want to like scare you. smother you with Basically. the mating bond and yeah. I didn't want to scare you with the mating bond. Yeah. And for good reason, because we know Nessa can be kind of finicky sometimes. True. Um, but yeah. this time though, this time though, because the mating bond snapped into place during winter solstice, this bitch was fiending. Oh my god, yes! She was asking Asriel, when will he be back? Asriel was done. Is he he back now? (laughs) Asriel's face? Come on, yo. (laughs) He was like, really? Asriel's like, if you ask me about casting one more time, I'm gonna make you do 500 push-ups. Stop fucking with me. (laughs) Stop. Just stop. Um, I also thought it was very cute in this chapter that Nesta is so lonely without casting and she's like, I'm going to invite my girls over for a sleepover. And they this have a sleepover adorable. in the House of Wind. But this, to be honest, this was the sisterly stuff that she should have been doing with Feyre yes. and, and Elaine. And she got to do it with Gwen and Emery. And it just, it bonded them even more. It did. Yeah. And I felt like, I felt like that was a really important thing to have. Because we already know that they bonded through their trauma and they bonded through yes. training. But just to see them kind of like, you know, relax and be with each other. It's It was really sweet. There is something, though, that was important in this chapter when they're doing yes. that. They make bracelets with charms. The tradition is that you take the bracelet and each one of them makes a wish or something upon the charm for that person that you're giving the bracelet to. What Nesta right. does is Nesta grabs all the bracelets and the charms and she holds them. And she literally says, um, I wish for us to have the courage to go out into the world when we are ready, but to always be able to find our way back to each other no matter what. And Nesta says that when she opens her palms and she looks at the charms, they actually look like they're glowing. Bitch is creating all types of goddamn magical objects without meaning to. Unintentionally, this bitch is just creating all types of magical objects, yo. I I never knew. (laughs) Uh, So that moves us on to chapter 60. Cassian and Asriel are watching as Gwen tries to cut the, the ribbon. ribbon. And Nesta and Emery are piping her up. They are so supportive. I was like, yes. Do it for the, what did they say? Do it for the unicorn or some shit like yeah! that. Whatever llama, unicorn or whatever they had wished into the house of wind. And Cassian's like, the what? Now? No, a miniature Pegasus. It was a miniature yes, Pegasus. Yes, miniature Pegasus. Do it for the Pegasus, bitch. Right? And like, did I miss something? My man, you was gone for five days. Yes. Yes, you missed right. stuff. But as Gwen is like preparing to cut it, Cassian mentions that the world kind of shifts mm-hmm. in this moment and that this is something that will be remembered for the rest of time, something that he'll be talking about to his kids and grandkids. He felt a shift between all three of those ladies too. I think in that moment, they like solidified that very sisterly Valkyrie bond. Yes. And fucking Gwen cuts the ribbon and a new Valkyrie. First one. First yes. one. Now tell me, Asriel, tell me that's not a bad bitch. That right there. That's what you need to end up with. I don't understand how you don't see. I know you see it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, Gwen cuts it first, then 
Nesta takes the ribbon and and crowns her. She's like, I knight you, Valkyrie. Yes, yeah. And then it becomes a tradition. And so then Emery yes. does it. And Nesta is the last one to become Valkyrie. And of course, because all of them bitches cut the ribbon, training becomes so much more intense. Ten times worse. Ten times worse. You know what I imagine? The fucking, um, the training, what is it? The training obstacle course from Hercules? Oh my God, with Phil. <laughs> yes. yes. That's what these bitches were doing. Yes, that's exactly what they were doing. But it was, so basically yes. what they did was Cassian watched them become Valkyries. And then the next day when they showed up, there was a whole new training ground. Gwen, after becoming Valkyrie, was like, we got this. We fucking totally got this. They did not have oh. it. <laughs> they, they did not have they it. They did not have it. However. Three months later. <laughs> wait, no. However, though. However. If you guys remember, if you're reading the book, Gwen was obsessed with cutting that ribbon. Oh, yeah. So, when As came out of nowhere and they had this whole new obstacle course... Gwen was like, well, what's our prize if we make it to the end? And Az was like, we don't suspect you guys are going to make it to the end. So we didn't even come up with a prize. So when they didn't do it, when they couldn't get through it, Nesta was like, Az, um, you the new ribbon. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, patted, oh. She patted him on the back and everything. I'm like, oh, you don't even know what the fuck you just started. I was like, damn. They do finally complete the course months later. Yeah. And Azrael and Cassian actually mentioned to them, because Lord Devlin is there, he actually mentioned, so yeah, the prize is that this was the blood right qualifier. So you are now qualified to participate in the, in blood, the blood right. And I was like, first of all, nobody wants to participate in the fucking blood right. Let's Facts. start right there. Facts. But it does mean that they are skilled enough warriors. Exactly. And that you should put some respect, not with a T, with a C, respect on their name exactly that's what Cassian was trying to prove also just to give you guys another like interesting tidbit they were actually practicing on how to get to the mountain like for the blood right without even knowing and they passed that shit if you think about it like Cassian ultimately says he's like look you might not be recognized as Illyrian warriors but you are just as good as any Illyrian warrior it was a very satisfying moment. Yes. Um, for all three of them. Even reading it, I was like, this is satisfying as fuck. Like, these bitches is just... Tell me why. I read this and I immediately was like, so where can I find Valkyrie training programs? There's a TikToker. I have the wooden practice sword. There's a TikToker. There is? There's a chick on TikTok who Send does, her to me. She does... Um, What's her mini, name? I gotta find it. She does mini videos okay. of Valkyrie training. Of how what you need to do at the gym... To train like a Valkyrie. Because, bitch, when I tell you, I, Markel got a, a wooden sword. They <laughs> sent him a wooden sword from his job. And I was like, you know what I'm going to be doing with this, right? Hit the target. Backhand flip. <laughs> the eight-pointed star got you. The eight-pointed star, bitch. <laughs> uh, so we move on to chapter 61. And Nesta is now trying to make the most out of her newfound life. And she's finding that she has purpose she actually is able to make it down all ten thousand steps again Woo! and back up all Woo! ten thousand stairs yes and casting of course is waiting for her at the top like i'm so proud of you ah! uh, they go to starfall together yeah and it's so sweet it's so sweet i almost fucking cried nessa also does something that is again uncharacteristic for her when she's out there and she's looking at the stars and stuff and she's reaching up and touching it and she's actually laughing, Amarin comes out and she's like, that's a sound I never thought I'd hear from you. 
Nesta drops to her knees mm-hmm. and apologizes mm-hmm. to Amran. This was so good. And Amran forgives her. Amran says, basically, like, I understand. It's fine. She's like, I've taken a walk through this house. She's like, you've made it what it is. And basically what we realize is the house never really had a personality. It was Nesta who gave it a personality. Her powers gave it life because when she came to the house of wind, she was so lonely and in need of a friend that her powers developed the personality for the house and gave her a friend. It was so cute. And like, that's what Amran says. Amran's like, I love what you did with the house. I was like, oh my God. I know. I was like, I'm going to die. I was like, the story couldn't get any better. It just keeps getting better and better. I know. The best part out of that chapter was this line. Um, Welcome back to the night court. I was like, let's go rebuilding friendship. Right, right. Knowing when we are wrong and apologizing for our wrongdoing. Exactly. So much emotional growth. Yeah, oh my God. So this, much emotional growth. This character has had the most growth. Yes. Out of every character that we've read about throughout the entire series so far, Nesta has had the most emotional growth, physical growth, character growth yes. that I have ever seen out of any character. She's honestly... Like, legit, my favorite. Same. Favorite character out of Same. this entire series. And it's like, I connect with her on such a different level. Exactly. She, I ne- And I never thought. I never fucking Me thought. Me either. Especially way like, back in Akatar when we were talking shit. Right. I was like. Right. It's like, bitch, cut the firewood. She asked you to cut right. the firewood. <laughs> but yeah, she's like, she's a completely different person now. And I, I just, I love that, that growth that we've been able to see with her. But Sarah, you have done a phenomenal phenomenal job mm-hmm. with this character and i cannot thank you enough Same. um we move on to chapter 62 and Ooh. we're two months away from Feyre's due date but still have no progress on how to help her it's not looking good for her no nesta and cassian also go to meet eris yeah and this part this part did annoy me a little bit because eris is trying to tell them do not go for the crown okay he was trying to help them and cassian and nessa like yeah 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 fuck you we don't have to listen to you like i was like oh y'all he's trying to be an ally which is what he is (laughs) right and it's like normally i'm all on that like page like yeah toy with eris he's an asshole but them threatening to expose the alliance and pretty much telling him like we don't need you like that's not smart you do you do need him exactly (laughs) like then they get back to valaris Cassian and Nesta are walking through the city together. Cassian tries to show her a little PDA. And she's like, She no. can't handle it. Right. Which prompts another fucking argument. I'm just like, facepalm. Oh my God. Like, Hold on. Because then this argument gets out of hand. This argument could have been, one, prevented. But two, it got out of hand because Cassian, knowing how Nesta is, should not have been pressing her for the specific word he wanted her to say. And she mm. didn't want to say it. And I understand her reasoning because she explains to him, I didn't grow up like knowing what that word meant or, you know, thinking that that word meant everything. She's like, to me, growing up, husband and wife was as good as you got. So my thing is like, then why not say, let's have a wedding? Because that's not because Cassian didn't grow up like that. Cassian grew up with the word mate. It's a compromise because she wasn't always Faye. Yeah, but now she is Faye. And so he figured that she, you know, training and things like that. Again, 
as you had told me old or earlier, what does a zoom do? <laughs> It makes the ass out of you and me. That's, I mean, that's yeah. essentially more what, so you than me, but yeah. <laughs> but that's essentially what would happen, though. Like, basically, they they're not seeing eye to eye on how that word means to each other, and yeah. he flips the fuck out. And like, what ends up happening is he gets so angry that he's like, you know, you promised me forever on solstice. And then she says, I don't know what I want. I didn't have a choice. She's talking about herself turning high fae. And then he says, well, I didn't have a choice to be shackled to you either. When he used the word shackled, that's what Nesta heard. She heard ball and chain. Cassie immediately knows he did wrong. He's like, I, that was a very poor choice of words. That's not what I, (laughs) what I meant. And she, I give it to her though, because she could have turned around and she could have ripped him a new one. She chose not to. She decided to call in her favor. Yeah. She's like, go to the house of wind for the night and don't talk to me until I decide to talk to you. So he's like, okay, I'm in the house of wind for the night. And then when I get to her, I'm going to prompt her into an argument and then I'm going to tell her I'm sorry. (laughs) That was was his fucking plan. I was like, "Um." what? But again, the growth in this moment. Right, because like I said, she could have ripped him a new one. She could have. She could have. And it was so easy. She felt it rising on the tip of her tongue. She's like, no. Instead, I'm going to do this. Right. Um, So she ends up getting more to winnow her to Winhaven so that she can see Emery. Yep. And then more even winnows in Gwen. Gwen Gwen made it out of the library. Really big deal. Gwen made it out of the library. She's like, please don't keep reminding me, y'all, because it's already. But I'm here for my friend. I'm here for my sister. I'm here for my girl. Right. I'm here for my sister. Like some people are more important than my fear. I was like, Gwen. And then I sat there and I was like, as do you see this shit? Do you see this shit? Like, do you see this? Right. You have stale bread and cheese on one side. And then you have honey. And, and fruit and and, and wine fruit. and all and types wine. of delicious Your cup stuff. runneth over with Gwen. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Yo. So, yeah. but you know, side note again. Um, so they stay there for the night, and then some Liam Neeson taken shit happens. <laughs> and Nesta can hear Gwen and Emery scream and then go silent. And she wakes up. She sees somebody standing over her. Baby girl's like, she's putting up a fight. But they pretty much like, um, they hold, I think, what is that? It's like chloroform. chloroform. Yeah, like chloroform. Yeah. Yeah, they knock them they out. They knock them out. And my, I don't know about you, but my immediate thought was like, oh my God, they're taking them to the blood, right? That's the same thing I thought. I was like, the moment that, because yep. immediately when she's with, with okay. So immediately when this happened, I was like, oh shit, they're probably at the blood, right? Then the next chapter confirmed it. And I was like, yo. Yes, get the 63. And Cassian's like, I went to Winhaven to ap- apologize. And Reese is like, they're not here. Mm. Bruh. I was like, Sarah, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? It's like, she always does this. We're going one direction. And then at the end, she completely changes route and fucks up my emotions. Thanks. I was like, this is some bullshit. Then we move on to part four. How do you say her source name? A thoraxia. There we go. So we move on to part four and then we move on to chapter 64 and it's Nesta waking up basically at the blood right. She's in a fucking field of not dead bodies, bodies that are knocked the fuck out who are going to participate in the right. She is the All only men. female. And guys, she's in a nightgown. And it's fucking winter. It's winter. I was like, I was so pissed off. And the fact that they're talking about like, Cassian was like, I'm going after them. I don't care. I'm going after them. Reese is like, 
We literally can't. Whoever goes in there and tries to take a soldier out or whatever from the blood right is immediately on the hit list. Yep. And so is that person that yep. they took out. And Reese is like, I can't even fix that role. I was like, why fucking not? You're the goddamn high lord of the night court. This is so fucking stupid. I don't know. It's I, stupid. I'm assuming it's the, it's the same situation as like the wing clipping. He tried to fix it for the females, but like because it's an Illyrian rule and they technically, not technically govern themselves, but like they really could give two shits about Reese. It's more of an understanding. I think that's what it is. He does know that he's a, what is it? A, de- a dematai? Yeah. A dematai? A, a, t- <laughs> a potato. I don't know what the fuck it's called. He does potato. know that he can easily slip into people's minds and make them do what the fuck he wants to do, right? Yeah, but he doesn't want to always do that. He wants to gain his respect. I don't give a shit. Nesta is in trouble. <laughs> I don't care. He would have done it for Feyre. Do it for Nesta. Now, that's interesting. That is very interesting. If the if the situation was reversed and it was Feyre who was in the blood right. He damn sure would have went in there to get Feyre. R- rules and consequences be damned. Mm. We know that for a fact. So the fact that you're not willing to help your brother whose mate was just kidnapped is bullshit to me. So basically that's what happened from Cassian's point of view. Um, Nesta, after waking up, she's not the only person who woke up. Another guy wakes up. Also, these motherfuckers separated them. Nesta's in one area, Emery's in another area, and Gwen is in an entirely different area. Just like what they did to Reese and Cassian and And Azrael. Yep. That's when the other guy shows up, or wakes up, I mean, and he immediately looks at her and then they both look over because there's actually a dagger sticking out of the tree. Somebody sabotaged this blood right. They put weapons yes. out there and they weren't supposed to. So I was thinking, I was like, okay, obviously somebody clearly wants these girls dead. Yes. And so I thought to myself, um, maybe it was Lord Devlin, but I was like, same. I don't know. Same. I don't know if he would do that and then have to be and then have to deal with the consequences of recent Cassian for Especially his actions. Especially Cassian. Especially Cassian. Oh my God. I want Cassian to rip him all to shreds. Exactly. We go back to Cassian and he's basically having an argument with Reese. Like they're trying to tell him, look, Eris was kidnapped by Brillo Pad. So I don't we give a need- damn. <laughs> right. That's what Cassian said. He's like, I don't give a damn. Um, this affects me how? Right. So so basically they tell him, they're like, look, we need you to go with Az because Az can't go by himself. So Cassie looks over and he pulls a Nesta back when Nesta was tells Feyre, well, why can't you go? He, he pulls a Nesta and he's like, Reese, why can't you go? So as we all remember in the previous book, Reese and Feyre basically made a suicide bond. If one dies, the other dies. They didn't tell suicide the rest. Squad. They didn't tell the rest of the court. These fucking idiots. So basically, this is where it comes out. When they say this, Amran is like, y'all fucking idiots. Like, honestly, if Amran is not there to supervise, don't do it. Right. Because right. <laughs> if Amran doesn't approve, don't do it. It's not I am worth so it. sick of the goddamn stupidity, bro. So sick of that it. That was basically Amran. She was like, okay, this is what we're going to do. She's like, Cass. You go with Az because obviously, as they kept discussing with him, there's not much you can do. And then Amran was like, and you two idiots, we gonna go back to the cat we're gonna go back to the to the house and fucking figure out how to undo the stupidity that y'all just did. No. Oh my fucking god. It was it was ridiculous. So going back to Nesta, she kills the dude, she gets the dagger. 
steals his clothes. Steals his, his clothes, clothes because she's like, fuck this nightgown. Right. And she drops it on his face like, here you go. You can have it now. Yes! I was like, that's a power move right there. I was like, let's fucking go, Ness. And then I think this is when she decides, all right, she's going to go find her friends. So she she realizes that the bracelets, they actually do have magic in them. And they're mm-hmm. kind of like um beacons, like a, a Find My Friends app on your wrist. Yeah. She is now making her way north to find whoever is there and to help them. And that's chapter 65. Yeah, 65. Sorry, they kind of blend together. So then we move on to chapter 66. Nesta has been captured, kind of. Um, The guy's like, give me your weapons. And she kills this guy. She takes his bows. And then she keeps moving. Finds a group of guys who are talking about, it's a pity we lost this chick. And she notices that they had mentioned that um, Emery probably died in the rapids. Mm-hmm. So she starts making her way further down, trying to see. Wouldn't you know it? Emery's at the bottom, passed out. So Nesta makes her way down there. She's able to get to Emery. Um, I wanted to mention that when she does get Emery, she runs into another guy who, surprise, surprise, doesn't actually want to kill her. He's like, I'm not stupid. I know who the fuck you are. Or doesn't want to <laughs> do anything else to her exactly and so they kind of team up to find a cave to sleep in for the night his name is belthazor belthazar that's an old ass name <laughs> they end up finding a cave belthazar basically tells her because emery is still in a gown i'm oh, not a gown a nightgown and so mm-hmm. she's need she needs clothes and shoes and stuff right night falls and they hear the animals ripping into the illyrians all through the night Belthaz- when they wake up, Balthazar is like, well, there's going to be plenty of clothes now. You just, you can have your pick. I was you like. Can, you can even, those boots are too big for you. You can get a small pair of boots now. Plenty of boots on the ground. I was like, damn, yo. I'm kind of wondering, is he going to come back? Like, are we going to see him I would him hope again? so. I would hope so. I think so. Yeah. Because I feel like Sarah J. Moss doesn't just name a side character without giving him some type of purpose. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, okay. I'm I going to assume that in the next book, he will show up. Then we do we do end up back with Cassian. And um, as Cassian is just not, he, this was the wrong mission to send Cassian on at this point in time. Right. You, you're asking him to go and sit still and spy on somebody while his mate, his yep. newly, yep. newly mated self. Mm-hmm is worrying about his mate who was kidnapped and thrown into a Hunger Games competition. Basically. basically. Whose idea was this? What comforts him is he knows that if she she did die, he would know. So that's what's comforting him so far right now is just knowing she's still alive. If anything- And he taught her well. Exactly. That's what's comforting him. Then we move back to Nesta. Emery is awake. They're like, okay, where's Gwen? One is right. to the south, which is the last little bit. And they noticed before that charm was flickering. Now it's glowing. So they're like, shit, and, um, Gwen is in trouble. It's time. We got to go. And so they're like, we have to hurry. And then we move on to chapter 67. Before we get to chapter 67, I just thought of something. What? Are these bitches charmed? But <laughs> Oh, <laughs> wait, there was a Balthazar character in Charm too, the old one. Really? Yeah. That's why I was like, it's an old ass name. Ha ha. Yep. We see you, Sarah. Bitch. We see you. Right. You're not slick. Nah. Sarah. <laughs> so then we move on to chapter 67. Um, And basically, Emery and Nesta 
come upon a group of guys. And Nesta is looking at one of the guys and she's like, this fucking, this, this motherfucker looks so fucking familiar. Where the fuck have I seen him? <laughs> that was her thought process. Surprise, surprise. It's Emery's fucking cousin. What was his name? Bellis? Bellius? Bellius or something like that? I don't know. B? I don't know. Um, I think it's Bellius. Yeah. Or Belias. Fuck it. It doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Um, So basically, what what happens is they see a nightgown hung up in a tree. And immediately Nesta's like, oh shit, they've they've done something to her. Like, they've done something to Gwen. They end up getting captured by this group of people. What ends up going down when they when they're about to like go in on, on Emery and Nesta, Gwen shows up to the side and she's like, come here. And, and this fucking monster pops out of nowhere and he's eating the fucking Illyrians left and right. I was like, bruh. <laughs> like, yes. The they're finally reunited. And <laughs> she was like, yeah, I um I came upon the monster, I think, yesterday. Because it's been at least three days now yeah. on the way to go find Gwen. Yeah, exactly. And she's like, I came upon the monster the other day. Um, They really don't like being woken up. They angry. They only come out at night, but they really get pissed off when you wake them up. So I let his ass straight here. <laughs> I was like, I fuck with Gwen so heavy. Same, same. But they're like, they have to last four more days now. And Gwen is so surprised. She's like, you guys came for me? And Emmer's like, that's what sisters do. Yes. Yes. Where am I? I want to be a Valkyrie. Oh, I was going to just point out really quick that Nesta mentions that Bellius, mm-hmm. he does mention that the weapons and the blood right, um, they were a sabotage or sabotage. He's like, oh, I wouldn't call it sabotage and neither would she. And immediately Nesta is like, Brillo yes, pad. Nessa was like, she noticed his eyes were hazy and she was like, oh shit, Brillo got to him. But my thing is like, how? How did she? No, but it's explained because Nesta says it was mentioned earlier. He flew out to the continent. So he, she says he flew oh. out to the continent and Brillo pad probably intercepted him and then sent him back on his way. Gotcha, gotcha, mm-hmm. gotcha. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense for something that comes up later, too. So in chapter 68, they get into a tree. Emery's like, is this safe? You know the creatures can climb, right? Like, they they was they was taking these Illyrians out left and right. Like, if it was apple trees and shit. And I was like, yo. Like, Emery, please. Can not you right not? Now. <laughs> can you not, Emery? Um, Emery also gives them a history lesson about, I think it's an Analius. Mm-hmm. who was the first powerful Illyrian warrior. Yep. And they said apparently the blood rite is in honor of him. But it's Illyrians killing each other, not fighting against another enemy. So I'm confused. <laughs> I'm very confused. But the, the <laughs> Illyrians are um, a backward-ass culture, so... We're going to fight to the death to honor this person who so fought to the death of enemy. So we're going to kill each other. I'm like, Make okay. it make sense. Cool. Uh, it makes sense. But in this chapter, we also have their fight scene against the Illyrians at the bridge. And I was like, let's yes! go. I pictured that shit so hard. I pictured that shit so hard. It was Bruh, so good. If I, did, if I didn't want to be a Valkyrie before, bitch, make be me one a Valkyrie now. now. Bruh, be one now. It was so incredibly detailed and so incredibly fast paced. I loved it. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you for that. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for that. Because that shit... I mean, I, I hated you a couple chapters before for doing this but to this me, but now shit. I'm just like, but this shit right here? here? This, this shit, shit right, right here? here? <laughs> <laughs> so they're doing their thing, and 
Then we switch to Cassian's perspective at the castle. He's like, we've been sitting on our asses for four fucking days. I'm tired of this shit. Right. And they actually do catch Eris. He comes out of the castle and he's riding on his horse, not as a prisoner. Cassian was pissed. Cassian uh, was pissed. He was livid. I was thinking to myself, okay, it's it can't be that simple. No. It can't be. Then we get back to the girls. Oh, yeah. So as they're making their way to the bridge, Gwen gets shot in the thigh. But these bitches. They are the baddest bitches. On the bridge, Gwen's telling them to cut it. But before they did that, they roped themselves to each other or something and were able to rope to a tree. And like, so when Nesta cuts the bridge and they fall, they have something to help pull themselves up. The rest of the Illyrians, they done fell to their deaths. They were like, no. I was, oh my God. I loved it. I loved it. It's like, wee. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so they end up saving Emery, or not Emery, they end up saving Gwen. They do make it to the base of Ramiel. Yes. And they're all comforting each other. They're all telling each other's story. We actually get to hear Gwen and Emery's full stories. This was so bad, so bad, so bad. So. And I'm going to give forewarning now because her story is is kind of graphic a little bit and very trigger warning. Yeah. Gwen basically says that uh, Highburn soldiers came to, to the temple. Gwen's twin sister, Katrin, told Gwen, get the children out of here. She was able to get them to the secret passageway. If she would have went with the kids, they would have found the latch and they would have followed them. So instead, Gwen closes the latch, covers the secret passageway. At that point, when she turns around, the hybrid soldiers are in the kitchen with her. Gwen, being brave and strong, she's not giving up these children. And they behead her sister in front of her. And then the hybrid commander or whatever comes in and he has his soldiers hold Gwen down while he rapes her. And unfortunately, Gwen tells Emery and Nesta that was her first time. She had never slept with a man before and unfortunately her first time was a horrific experience um and then she says that the hybrid soldier when he was done basically commanded the rest of his soldiers to continue and when they were about to continue that's when as showed up and as slaughtered everybody and she said it took her months i think to actually speak um and they have they actually do have therapy at the temple, you talk to other priestesses. I, yes, yes. I saw that. And I was like, okay. So okay. there is therapy. Um, yeah. So she did talk to other priest, to another priestess who I guess is kind of similar to a therapist about her situation. And then what Feyre and Reese decided with Nesta is basically what Chloe decided for, um, for Gwen. How Nesta, I mean, how Feyre and Reese wanted Nesta to focus on something to help her. That's what Chloe basically did for for Gwen. And then she says, then Nesta showed up. And she um, realized the reason Gwen signed up for the training was because she was like, my sister would have signed up. She was like, she would have been the first one. And it's the same with with Emery as well. She tells the story about her father Mm -hmm. being very abusive to her mother. And then when her mother died, he actually killed her mother. Yeah. And had her bury her mother's body. Her own mom! Yeah. And then once her mother was gone, he started taking out his anger on her. And so she was like, never again, never again am I going to go through that. Like, 
this is why we train. This is why we fight. And they're going to try to win this thing just to show themselves that they can do it. And I was like, oh, yes, my girls, my girls. I was so excited after that. This book has given me all the feels. It's been throwing me for a loop, like up and down. I was like, this is it. This is my favorite book. I could have ended it right there. I was like, this is it. This, that's Legit, it. Legit. Like out of all the, and I know people are like, oh, A Court of Wings and Ruin is my favorite. Nah. No, girl. Nah. It's this for me. It's this, it's this for me. It's this for and me. And I'll stand by it and I'll fight anybody who tries to tell me I will die, on, me that, I will die on that mountain. I will die on that mountain. Bruh, I will die on top of that Ramiel for Nesta, bro. Thanks. Um, so <laughs> we get to chapter 69. The girls are making their way, trekking upwards, and then they see a little group behind them. Apparently, Bellius' dumbass has not man. died. I hate this man. He just, <laughs> why won't you die? <laughs> He's like the fucking cockroach that you keep hitting with the shoe, and but it, it just keeps, keeps moving. moving. It just keeps twitching and shit. I'm like, oh my God. This was the chapter that it was, um, I believe, in between Nesta and Cassian's point of view. It was like Nesta's point forth. of view. Yeah. Yes, it was Nesta's point of view for one paragraph and then Cassian's point of view and then Nesta's point of view. I was like, yeah, this is too much. This it's it. too much back yeah. and forth. I know you're trying to like write it like it's a movie where they're having flashes between two things that are going on, but it was too much for me. But um, so they're going up the top of the mountain. Nesta knows that they won't make it because Gwen is injured. And Nesta's like, you guys have to go without me. Yeah. I'm going to stand here. I'm going to hold them off. And of course, it was very fitting that that was the same place with um, yes, where the Analias, yeah, the yes, where Analias yep. held off those soldiers. So Gwen, of course, is like, no. And Ness is like, it's okay. It's okay. Puts sleep. a pressure point on her neck and was like, go to sleep. <laughs> She's like, it's all right. It's all right. Sleep. I was like, oh. I was like, okay. Ness is kind of like, thank you for being the friends that I needed when I didn't deserve it. I was like, Nesta, you this deserve girl. everything. Stop. Stop it. Stop it. Hey. At the same time, Cassian and Azrael find out that Brillopad <laughs> has been uh, having a control over Eris. Yo. He is being controlled. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. Alrighty. Come on, bro. Um, But actually, no, no, no. They, they say that they think it's Brillopad. But it's actually Joe Pesci that's there. That's right. That's and Brillo right, Pad right. together. They're controlling him. Yes. Yeah. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding yeah. me. And then we get to... Chapter 70. Nesta is defending the line like the true warrior that she, yo, that she is. Cassian will be so fucking proud. So fucking proud. So proud. And she's like, she calmed her mind. And we finally get the name for her sword. Um... A thoraxia means inner peace. That was it. I was like, oh. <sighs> okay, Nest. Okay. Nesta, I need you to survive, baby girl. All right. Girl. All right. It was very appropriate. Like, because yeah. I remember when we heard the when we heard the name or read the name, I was like, what the fuck does this mean? This has to mean something. Right. And we should have known better than to assume that Sarah wasn't gonna give us the meaning. She was just waiting for the right time. Right, right, exactly. But it was such a fitting name for the sword after, like, reading everything because the mind-stilling is what helped her the most out of the Valkyrie techniques. So it was so fitting that the sword is called inner peace because that's what ultimately what she found in the end. She found inner peace after all of the training and all of the, the work at the library and the stairs and things like that. Like, she found inner peace. So, of course, because the chapter ended like that 
I was just like, yeah, no. And I finished the rest of the book. <laughs> so I don't have any predictions because I don't want to spoil it for you. Honestly, I don't have any predictions either because we're I'm already towards the end of the book. And like, mm, okay. I'm just kind of like, all right, I want to, I just want to see what happens at this point. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not yeah. predicting anything at this point. I'm like, okay, she's a Valkyrie. She's whipping ass. I mean... I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm okay. Like I'm making t-shirts. <laughs> All the t-shirts. Thanks. But yeah, so like, well, for me, I have to finish the book. So the next episode will be the end of the book and the bonus chapter of Az's perspective. Yes. And whatever book we, we pick read next. next. Correct. Yes. Yeah. I know you Sarah J Moss fiends are are telling us to do um what is it? Throne of Glass. Throne of Glass is eight books, bitch. That's a really big commitment. <laughs> it's a <laughs> huge-ass commitment, guys. And then so is Crescent City because them them thick. Them thick. Yo, thick. those books are fucking textbooks from college. They're like thick. thick. With three C's and two K's. Thick. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. We might have to take a break to come back to it, but oh we'll we'll let you guys know. <laughs> oh, my God. I never realized how thick Crescent City was until somebody took it to the side and, and yes. showed. I was like, uh, I was like, God damn. It's like that TikTok. I was like, my God, it's so thick. Why is there so much of it? <laughs> like, you can't even hold them together in one hand. No. And then I heard that there's not any real spice in it. I mean, it's I, that's what I heard. I heard I'm that it's okay. a real YA I mean, book. That's what I heard. Well, I'm okay with that as long as the story is like good, fiercely right? good. Yeah. As long as like the tension is there and mm-hmm. between the, like, oh my the, God, the main characters <laughs> and the adventure or the fantasy or whatever is on point, then I, I'm cool that's with why, no spice. That's why I'm so, I'm so ready to get back to Siege and Storm because the tension between Alina and the Dark King, I need <laughs> it. I need it. I need it. <laughs> So, you guys, that is it for this episode. Next week, as Ashley mentioned, we are going to be finishing the book. So, chapter 71 Ooh. through 80, plus Azrael's bonus chapter. Now, if you do not have access to the extra content chapter, because I sure as hell didn't. Neither did I. We will we will post it on our story for you on Instagram, so you can go ahead and click on it and read it. Yeah. Because I was literally like, where the fuck is everybody making these assumptions about... Assumptions. Assumptions. <laughs> about Asriel and Gwen when I got nothing from the relationship in this whole book. Well, it is the bonus content chapter. So mm-hmm. we'll post it up on our story so you guys can check it out. Um, don't forget to rate and review the podcast. Yes. I want to do a very, very special shout out to the people who have already yes. rated and reviewed the thank podcast you. for us. Thank you. Thank you so, 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 so much. So at Sarah Reads in Rock, at blessed.withbooks or blessed.with.books at reading for funsies at hey it's wit lavon at cozy blanket reads at taylor reads books at brooks read by aileen and at heather stokes shush i am reading you guys thank you so 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 much we really really appreciate it yes um, also, guys, don't forget to follow us on social media at YA at Heart Podcast on Instagram and on TikTok. Yes. So with that being said, we hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Stay tuned for next week's episode. We love you guys and always stay YA at Heart. Bye. Bye.